Welcome to Crashing with Friends podcast, episode one zero eight. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, it's been real good so far this week. Yeah, it's been a week. It's it been sure a has. week. It's been a couple weeks since we recorded. We got Matt this week. Matt, how you yeah. been, man? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Good. Pretty good. Good. We got my younger brother over here, Cookie Connor Hobbs. <laughs> I'm Kyle. Hey, Kyle. This is my main man, Jack. Hey, man, what's going on? This is the last bit of a cookie. We're good. Mm. We're feeling pretty preem today. How how are you guys feeling? You feeling pretty preem? Mm-hmm. Describe preem. Man, preem is a thing from Cyberpunk 2077. I don't know if they added this in the update, but God dang it, everybody says preem. It was so, always in there. Well, yeah, it's prem. Everything's prem, like primo. You know what I'm saying? Like prem, right. prem, premium, premium. Yeah, I'm prem. If you like what you see this week, like and subscribe. Mm-hmm. Jackson, we'll get you. <laughs> we're coming for you. Yeah, coming for me. Jackson. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying Jackson. We're coming for you. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, nah, you're. We're always coming for you, Jackson. People always do. What are you gonna ask? <laughs> How your week's been, man? Oh, dude, the week's been pretty. Eh, it's mix and match, you know. Yeah. Beat Midnight Suns. Ooh. Nine out of ten. Fantastic game. Uh, like Connor said, the only thing that I dock it for is all the skipping of the dialogue of stuff that just doesn't matter. Stuff like that, but yeah, love that game. I'm definitely gonna be playing new game plus mode. Are you gonna play the DLC too, or what? Uh, I don't think I actually got the DLC unless it's part. It's not part of the actual story, and I have to go to a separate thing for that. Yeah, there's like Venom DLC, and I want to say there's Deadpool DLC. I think Morbius as well. I think Morbin. Yeah, Morbin time. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I don't believe I have that stuff. I definitely, like, whenever I bought it, I got the Digital Plus Edition, or whatever it's called. So, it definitely came with some skins and stuff like that. But, yeah, I haven't noticed Deadpool or any of them in the main game at all. But, I haven't really checked the main menu to see if there's, like, an extra, extra DLC thing for it to see if that's where it's at. But, uh, yeah. That being said, I might buy the DLC for the game if I do, like, need to. So, I had so much fun with it. I'm wanting to play more of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday? No, wait. Thursday, driving into work. Uh, it was like 4.30 in the morning. Like, pitch black outside. My headlights, I mean, they're not halogen headlights, you know? So, they're not, like, the best headlights, and... At the same time, there was like a lot of traffic on the other side, which was weird. So I had a bunch of headlights coming at me. Mm-hmm. And I just run directly like at 75 miles per hour, like a tire on the side of like on the road. And man, it strips so much paint off my front bumper. It's insane. Luckily, that's the only damage that there was. <laughs> but That's crazy. I was so pissed. Yeah, it just sucks because you just paid that car off. Yep. Did you get any, like, air either way, or is it just no. basic? Like, the thing was, whenever I first hit it, I initially thought it was something else because I just plowed right through it. I thought if it was a tire, I would have, like, my car would have been like, or something like that, you know? It was like none of that, nah. I just straight hit it and... Quit it? Yeah, hit it and then quit it. As soon as, as soon as I hit it, I was like, motherfucker. And I was like, well, I'm going to check that out whenever I get to work. And the entire time I was like, hopefully my car doesn't shut down on the way to work. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yep, luckily it was just paint that got stripped off it, which really fucking sucks. Because, like Kyle said, I just got it paid off. Yeah, that's how it always goes when you pay stuff off. Like, I paid my truck off, and then literally, like, two weeks later, the battery and alternator go out. It's like 300 bucks. It's like, it's mm. always something, dude. Yeah, the more you drive it, the more it breaks down. Yep. Yeah. 
They don't make them like they used to. No, they don't. Yeah. What else going on to recheck? Uh, had a party last night. Last night was Friday the 13th. In case anyone's wondering, listen to this podcast. And Kyle hosted the annual Halloween party on that day instead of like on closer to Halloween. But it was cooler. A uh, lot, lot less. Uh, lot, let me put it this way. Almost everyone was in our age range. Or age range. I'll put it that way. Almost every other time we have like a Halloween party, there's like several other people that are like way older than us. And then there's also a bunch of people that are like way younger than us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, man, what's going on here? Right. It definitely was one of the smaller Halloween parties that we've ever had. And more tame. It was more tame, yeah, because I, I don't really think anybody was drinking besides like two or three people. Yeah, there was like hardly anybody drinking. Your mom didn't come, so she wasn't doing her hollering whenever she comes to the Halloween parties. Yeah, with me and my brother not drinking, you didn't drink it, did you? Nah. Yeah, so that is a lot David of. David didn't drink either. Yeah, David didn't drink, so that's a lot of the holler right there, a lot of the. Yeah. Emotion. Yeah, I'm on two months right now of not drinking. Good job. Yeah, doing it big. Yeah, I wish I knew when the last time I had a drink was so I could like have a date. But at the same time, I never like had a thing where I was like, all right, I'm going to like drink every day this week or anything like that. It's always it's always just been like once a week, maybe once a month type thing. So how long do you think it's been? I can't I couldn't even tell you about a week ago. I don't know. Whenever the probably the last time I ever had a alcoholic beverage on this podcast if someone wants to scoop through all the episodes to find out the last time I was holding a beer so that's probably the last time I had a alcoholic beverage either a Bo or a Caleb episode we'll find it actually scratch that I do know the last time I had a beer it was during the Silent Planet show and that was mm, wish I could tell you can't remember exactly what date that was but what month was it that's all you gotta know I can't remember either. This is riveting. Um, yeah, good God. This, this is what the people want. He's at two uh, months, you're at, you don't know, but man. you're both not I'm thinking. at Since the Silent Planet show. Okay. Sick. Anything else going on in your life? <laughs> cookie, man. Just right. cookie. Right, He's cooking. Nice. Uh, what Connor? about you? What? What about you? We're, I was going to ask you, how's your week going? Man, my week's actually been going pretty good. Uh, it's been just a lot of preparation. Um, I made a Buzz Lightyear outfit. Uh, didn't quite come together the way I wanted it to. I kind of put it together wrong at the very last minute, and I should have done the way I, the way I did it. But uh, otherwise, I really enjoyed putting it together. Um, I also have been watching this show called Reservation Dogs. Um, it's an FX show, but you can watch it on Hulu. Um, it's basically just a bunch of Indian kids that live on a reservation, and their objective is to get to California. But one of their friends dies, like a about a year before the show starts and he was the driving force for them getting out of this reservation and going to California. So it's this whole show of them getting over their friend dying, but also that's like supernatural. There's like supernatural things happening. Um, they keep seeing like native American spirits throughout the world, but almost all these native American spirits are kind of like funny assholes. <laughs> and, uh, it, Kind of think of, you know, the Indian from Wayne's World 2. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Or Joe Dirt. Or, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not a spirit, is he? I mean, he sells, he's not a spirit, but <laughs> he sells snakes and sparkles. Yeah, yeah I, I guess, because I mean, yeah, he's a funny Indian, but uh, it's 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 a funny show, but it's it's like sad at the same time, but it's quite hilarious. Like, I, I definitely recommend it. It's a Taika Waititi show. Um and I've been on a kind of kick with that. So I downloaded, I've uh, been watching like what we do in the shadows and our flag means death and reservation dogs all at the same time. Um, they all have the same humor, all three shows. It's pretty cool. Man, I keep forgetting our flag means death is out and I need to watch it. Yeah. I think there's like four episodes out now of our flag means death. Yeah, four Se or five now. Yeah. Season two. Um, can't recommend that enough. Uh, I also caught up on Loki uh, I've watched the first two episodes. Um, the first episode is really great. Second episode confuses shit out of me. 
um this a lot of this time like this multiverse stuff is just getting confusing dude and i'm like i'm i'm one of those fans that's in it like i watch everything and do everything but even i'm getting confused um but it's still it's really good i I think it's probably the one of the best written marvel shows but uh otherwise yeah doing the same stuff trying to play trying to be cyberpunk i've got one week until spider-man comes out comes out when this episode comes out it'll come out friday like four days from now so uh yeah spider-man 2 just waiting for that connor uh how's your week been man been a pretty good week i finished uh band of brothers really enjoyed that that's a rough watch yeah it's uh it's pretty intense follows some paratroopers through like germany and other areas you know but after that you can watch the Pacific, which is all about Marines, like machine gunners and mortar men, going through like Iwo Jima and all those other islands and stuff. And holy crap, dude, those Marines got it way worse, man. Really? Yeah. Surprisingly, like when you actually like see everything that they went through, you're like, oh my god, I would have much rather been a paratrooper compared to what they. Yeah, just like constant rain in some areas, other areas like no water. And then, like, maggots like crazy, mud like crazy, and just the enemy was just so much more intense compared to the Germans. Because, like, they would just, like, the Japanese would do anything to kill you. And if, like, you were wounded on the battlefield and a medic came, you'd kill that medic if you could, you know? It's just, like, crazy stuff. Them using, like, prisoners to, like, walk into, like, an area and then blow them up, like, shooting them to detonate them and stuff. Oh, like, yeah. To kill American soldiers and stuff because they would like be trying to get refugees out of areas that were like taken over by the Japanese. But they would st- like there'd be islands that would have like native people there that they would use as like, you know, bombs and stuff. So it was just like all this kind of crazy stuff. And listen, it took longer to defeat the enemy too compared to the Germans, you know. There's a reason why we decided to drop a nuke on the Japanese, man. Mm. They kind of had it coming at that time, man. No doubt, dude. The, as far as, like, war was, crimes going, they were they were kind of, like, top of the chain as far as, like, doing the most fucked up stuff to their enemies, so. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, they were just, like, so, like, brutal. It, it's just crazy, you know? There's a movie called Men Behind the Sun that highlights, like, one of the camps that the Japanese ran, and... The thing that they would do to prisoners is insane, dude. Mm-hmm. And like putting like li- like sticking people's arms in liquid nitrogen, freezing them, and then bashing them with hammers and stuff like that. That's crazy. Pouring acid on it, like basically they were just human guinea pigs. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what they were. Is they're just human guinea pigs, and they're like, all right, let's let's just see what happens if you pour acid on their head. So yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, it, it's a uh, it's definitely a different watch compared to the first one because you're mo- you're mainly focused on like the machine gunners and the mortar men compared to the first one. So a different angle, but yeah, different side of the war too. Um, one that you don't necessarily hear about as much, and it, it's kind of crazy because they're also like not necessarily celebrated as much because like when the the troops came back from like Germany and stuff, that's whenever like there's a big celebration, and then like. The Japanese stuff was still going on, and then there was the cleanup after that. So when those men came back, they didn't necessarily get as big of a, a welcome, you know, compared to the the Germany guys. But yeah, it's still a great watch. It's only like ten episodes, but really intense war stuff. So yeah, a lot of people dying. Uh, but yeah, good, good overall. Uh, but yeah, I've been replaying Control because I wanted a scary game. I started playing Resident Evil 2 Remake and still couldn't get back into it. So I'm like, all right, let's play Control again. And definitely loving that game. I'm trying to do all the side missions this time because I didn't do that last time. So, yeah, just doing all that extra stuff and taking control, you know? Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's been a, been a good week. Are you going to play uh, Alan Wake 2 or what are you going to do? I'm going to wait till I get it on sale, but yeah, I'll play it eventually. Probably not until it's like $30, I'm thinking. Because it's only $50 now, but I mean, I'm going to have to spend 70 on Spider-Man 2, so 
kind of trying to budget that out. But yeah, I'm going to play Alan Wake 2 eventually. Matt, what do you got going on? Oh man, just uh, had a short work week. Uh, had four days off to go up to Peoria, uh, Illinois for Pokemon Regional. And just uh, nothing after that. Just came home, hang out with my kids, my wife. And then, um, yeah, the regional was fun. Uh, like, finished, like, 750th, but there was 1,700 people, so that's a lot of people. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty crazy. I uh, went four and five, and uh, just missed going to day two. You have to have 19 points. Uh, you get three points for a win, one point for a tie. So I had, like, 12 points, but uh, went with some buddies. They didn't do too great. Uh, we got some friends from Springfield. They play all the time. Actually, one of the guys finished 13th. So he went. Damn. Yeah, nice. yeah. He uh, got to go to day two. Um, almost made top eight. Won like won a little bit of money and stuff. Got some championship points. He's trying to go to Hawaii for the world championship. That's where they're having it this year. So, but yeah, it was my first regional and it was it was a lot of fun. A lot of people. Uh, my first match was a guy against the guy who's uh, like I guess you can call him like a pro, but he uh, took second at worlds a few years ago. Really good. Um, Wow, I bet that was like yeah. being starstruck. Yeah, as soon as I, because uh, I like put the pairings on your phone, and so I saw his name, like Xander Perro. I was like, oh man, I know who that is. And I took a game from him, but because it's best of three, but he got me in two other games. But I started three and one after I won my next three, and then I just hit some bad matchups. But they have like side events you can play if you're like not playing in the tournament. So. You can do that after you get knocked out, and I want some free stuff out of that, so that was cool. But it was a lot of fun not being at work and playing some Pokemon. I mean, chance to win ten thousand dollars, I'll take it, right? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> so, yeah, I want to go to some more, but just have to wait and see. Um, there's like the North American Championship uh, in a few months, and it's in New Orleans, so that'd be cool to go to. There'll probably be over two thousand people there, so it'll be one of the biggest tournaments ever. Damn. That's cool, man. Do you yeah. play the Do you play the TCG online? Yeah, well, yeah, it's like live now. Like they changed over. And, oh, they changed. Yeah, it? yeah okay. it's like live now. And I it's... was mad whenever they switched it over to live because I, I like did that thing. You know, I was playing Pokemon online for a while, and whenever I switched over, it only switched over like ten percent of the cards that I had earned. Yeah, and so I immediately it was just like, "Fuck this! I'm done. I'm not yeah. going to put." more time into this because it just erased so much of my stuff damn yeah there was like tricks you could do to get like when you convert it over to get more like crafting stuff so you can craft everything so like i got a lot of that luckily uh, did some of the tricks but live is just like a it's a bad client it's like really slow and stuff it kind of like if you're new to the game you try to you download it to your phone and it's kind of off-putting just mm. i don't know but yeah that's why I, I play a lot on that like um there's actually um, online tournaments you can play through uh, it's a site called Limitless but they you can people run the tournaments through there because um, last year because uh, I hadn't played in a long time and then I, I started getting back into collecting and it pulled me back in because I've always like really been into competitive stuff and so I started getting into the competitive playing of it like probably like six months ago so um, I, when I got back into it I've been just watching a bunch of stuff and uh, yeah uh, but there's an online uh, limitless. You can go play tournaments. And uh, last year's world championship was in Japan. It was the first time they'd been back to Japan, and you know that's like the birthplace of Pokemon. So it was a big deal. And uh, this one, uh, they're called the Shuffle Squad. They're really big on YouTube, like a big group of people. And they did a whole tournament series you could play throughout like six months. The top 64 got to go to a invitational tournament online, and whoever won that got a full paid trip to Japan. So I made it to the top 64 which is pretty cool because um, there was like thousands of people trying to do that and uh but when it came to the tournament i started two and oh and then just fell apart again but uh, so that was cool but just some bad draws or yeah it's just i was playing like a deck that can break pretty easy but like if it sets up it's really strong but you know okay yeah, yeah. you know just pokemon's a lot of rng you know just you can do you can sequence stuff to make your uh give you higher percentages but you know, sometimes you just don't draw what you need, or you just hit that deck that completely counters you. It's just mm -hmm. how it goes. Mm -hmm. Can't so, get the right trainer card yeah. at the right time, or can't get an energy card to save your life. Yeah. Yeah. The game's so much fun, man. I really like playing it. I just wish 
it wasn't so expensive to buy the cards and stuff. Yeah, you know? it is. Yeah, it's. But when you compare it to Yu-Gi-Oh! Magic, it's not that bad. Like, literally, the deck that won Worlds this year, it's a um, UV Max. You can get that whole deck for, like, 50 bucks. So. But when you can, like, Magic, like, it's, like, thousands of dollars to get competitive decks, like, for Commander and stuff like that. And I know Yu-Gi-Oh! is, like, hundreds of dollars. So, I don't know. I think Pokemon's probably the cheapest out of all of them. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not too bad. You can get a championship deck for 50 bucks, you know. But, like, the traveling is, like, the most expensive. Because Peoria was the closest one this year, and that's, like, seven hours away. So, mm-hmm. it'd be nice if they had one in Kansas City. They used to have some in St. Louis, like, probably 10 years ago. But, no, I don't know. Probably cheaper in Peoria, I guess. But mm. What's up with these cards over here? What you got going? Oh, uh, yeah, I did see you brought those in. I'm like, yo, what's these going are, on? These uh, are, so, like I, like I said, uh, when I first got back into it, I uh, on Twitch, I just randomly got into, like, some of the breakers, like, the people opening packs for people and stuff, and so I got back into the collecting side, and these are just, like, some of my, like, higher value slabs, like, stuff that's been graded and stuff. Where'd you get, gra- where'd you get them graded from? Well, <clears throat> like, these three I won, and they were, or, okay, so this one I won off a of stream. And then these two I bought off eBay already graded. But this one um, I pulled myself and I just sent it in to PSA. Um, but like the top two are probably like my most valuable. They're worth probably like 200 each. And then the other two are just like a couple of my favorite. But like. So how do you get this in Japanese? Did it just. Did you get a Japanese pack or was yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can buy like booster boxes and stuff. and. Okay. Yeah. Very cool, man. Yeah, and that's just like a Japanese promo from a movie. Like the Lugia movie or something? Yeah. It's like okay. Pokemon 10th movie or whatever in Japan. So. <laughs> yeah. I pull a few good cards, but I haven't gotten them graded. Yeah, Anakin's pulled a couple badass cards. Yeah. My, young, my oldest son. Yeah, when I first got back into it, I just was randomly at Walmart. Like, I just started getting my toes back into it. And the first couple packs, they were uh, some packs from walmart and they were like evolving skies i didn't know a lot about it but i was like i'll, I'll just get a couple of them like i bought a couple packs i got home and i ripped one and i knew it was like a good card but i didn't know how good it was but it was a an alternate art glaceon and it's like a 150 dollar card so like that was like the first pack when i got back into it so that like instantly got me hooked but it was pretty crazy because it says like evolving skies is a really hard set to hit in and it was just i bought like two random packs from walmart and hit but so that's pretty cool. I haven't got that one graded. Um, it's kind of off-centered. but That's why uh, a lot of collectors buy preferred Japanese cards. It's better quality and stuff. Really? Yeah. But like if you buy a booster box of Japanese cards, um, they only will have like one special secret rare in there. There's like That's all you're guaranteed. But if you get like English booster box, you could hit multiple. But the quality's worse. So like the Japanese hold more value because it's harder to get them. But usually if you pull one, it's going to be like a, a 10, a PSA 10. So that's what you want. That's like a perfect. Mm. Yeah. So this one is graded at eight and a half. Yeah. What is, what's like causing this to be an eight and a half? Because I'm not seeing anything on this card that's like making it seem like there's a, you know, a smudge or something yeah. like that. It could be, uh, it just sometimes... A lot of that is you can get a bad grade, like a grader is in a bad mood because they're just people that grade it. But it could be you, if you like look under it with like a lady use like jeweler loops, you know, ah. like ten powers, and if they see like dings on the corner, even um, like on the hollows, if there's scratches on that, that can ding it and stuff. You can actually buy um, where they have subgrades and they show you like the edges if they got like a ten or a nine, so you can actually see what could cause it, you know. But. Hmm. Uh, but they're like, yeah, this one is pretty clean. Like you could probably almost get it regraded and get it up to a nine, maybe even higher. But it's just sometimes you just get a grader that's not a good mood. I've seen some cards that are way miscut and they get a ten. You just get like a grader who doesn't care, you know? They're just like mm. giving out tens left and right. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's and then wild. there's a lot of in the in the like collecting community. A lot of people think they kind of gatekeep certain, like like a lot of vintage cards, it's hard to get good grades on vintage cards. They think they um, kind of gatekeep them. Because they, uh, these are all like, if you look, they're all serialized and numbers and on the back here. So you can actually look up this direct card on like, if you went to PSA, 
you can scan the uh, code or you can type in the number and you can actually look at this actual card when it was graded and everything and it's all serialized and everything so they can keep track of like um so the biggest card right now is like a uh umbreon alt art from evolving skies they call it the moon beyond because he's standing on top of a tower and he's like looking at the moon umbreon and yeah mm-hmm. i remember him yeah and that like card if you get that in a psa 10 that's like multiple thousand dollar card right mm-hmm. so it's yeah it's like probably the most expensive card right now but uh you can actually go in there. You can see that PSA 10 Umbreon Alt Arts. There's 10 or however many there is because they they got them since they got them serialized. They actually can keep a population number of them, so it's kind of cool. Because there's a uh, like some cards. There's only two of them that'll be 10, so that obviously uh, ups the value. So it's pretty crazy. But that's like why a lot of people think they kind of don't give out good grades on certain stuff to kind of keep the pops down on it. But I don't know. That's all conspiracy stuff in the Pokemon community. <laughs> it's You know how it is. Every community has yeah. some conspiracy. Yeah. Wow. I can see that, especially if, like, you know, someone's, like, in your circle and you know that they've got that card. And it's like, okay, I want to make sure there's only two of these super rare yeah. cards. Keep so that the way value the value's up. up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also the thing is, I bet there's a lot of skeptics out there that are, like, They've got that Charlie Day um, board thing. board thing with all the red yeah. red ropes, and I bet they've got pictures of like here are all ten <laughs> proof or you know registered ones right here. This one, see, it's got a ding on the left side. This one's got a ding on the right side. This one's you know I bet well, there's. Like, yeah. Let's talk about the cards, Kyle. Can we talk about well, the cards? We talk about the cards. Yeah. Since like COVID and like the pandemic, uh, the pandemic, like yeah, Pokemon blew it blew up. You know, lo- uh, you know what was it, Logan Paul or whatever did his thing wearing that gold necklace yeah, one. Yeah, he was cracking all these expensive old packs and like so it kind of blew it up and like that's like the competitive side there used to be like 400 people at regionals now like i said there's like 17 1900 people it's like quadrupled so it's like just because of like people got back into it because you know nothing to do during covid and you can play online but uh going back to 90s numbers yeah it's crazy (laughs) yeah and uh so it's just like crazy so now people are actually um now you got the you know the scammers and stuff. They can actually get this and they can like put these in slabs and they'll print out these. And because uh, if you ever look at like on eBay ads, a lot of times they'll black uh, block out the serial numbers on them because people still have serial numbers. Make print out something that looks like this. Put it put a card that's not like a fake card in here and then try to sell it. And it's mm. not that actual card. Like so if you ever own like eBay and you're like looking up slabs or like Pokemon slabs and this stuff and you see them blacked out, that's why because they don't want people to steal the serial numbers. It's crazy. Like just scammers and stuff. Man. That's how, yeah, that's how big it's getting. But, and then uh, like you used to be able to buy a Japanese booster box and get it shipped here for like 85 bucks. But then once it blew up, now the over, overseas, they're like selling them for like triple that, like 200 bucks. It's crazy. That's why I don't even really get into buy Japanese now. Plus, I got more of the competitive side, so I actually need the cards to play. So that's mm-hmm. why I just open English. But do you like how the boxes come with all the dice and stuff and all the, the uh, sleeves? And or do you not like that? Or I don't like it because the sleeves they're like real. You like if you shuffle a couple times, they start tearing, and you can't have like bent corners or you could. They can say you're marking your sleeves. So um, a lot of people use a brand called like Dragon Shield. They're like probably the biggest brand they're real durable and you can shuffle them but uh yeah i don't know um like the etbs they'll have promos i like those like promotional cards and stuff like special arts i like those but uh i got so much dice and stuff now i don't need any more of that stuff (laughs) but yeah um i don't know where i work i see way too many pokemon cards man it's like i have to deal with like hundreds of booster packs all the time man Vintage stock. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It makes me want to blow my brains out. (laughs) (laughs) It's just constant. It's like, oh, God. How many does this store fucking need? This many? Fuck. All right. Uh How much do they need of the next one? Because you got to go through like like 13 of them sometimes. It's insanity. Yeah, I just got boxes and boxes of like bulk cards. I just got laying around, but... So the thing is, Pokemon. I like Pokemon, but I'm only partial to the Pokemon that I grew up with as a kid. So, like, yeah. the first 250 or yeah. something like that. Yeah. In every generation, there's about 10 good ones that I'm like, ooh, that's really cool looking, you know. 
And I, I, I identify with that. And if there's a dragon type, I'll like that as well. Yeah, I like Dragon Like Dragonite's like my favorite. That's like OG. But like the new stuff that just came out, it's like 151. That's the original 151. So that's a pretty cool set. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't have really too many good competitive cards, but it's got like cool for collecting. Like, especially like for all the older guys who were there for the original ones. It's like, oh man, there they all are. And they're all numbered the same. So it's pretty cool. Oh, okay. I'd like to have a Blastoise, like a first generation one. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. They actually, in the, the 151, they have like a special art one of it like it's a big blast voice and it looks like he's sinking to the bottom of the ocean and there's like air bubbles coming it's pretty sweet looking but it's like a pretty expensive card right now that's rad wow we wow yeah now matt this is crashing with friends man so uh do you have any type of crashing story where you've majorly ate shit well uh I, uh, at the Harley Davidson, I went to the Harley Davidson shop when I uh, got my motorcycle and I took the course there, the class. And, uh, it was like two days in, in the classroom and then like two or three days at Missouri Southern on a 50 CC little like cross rocket thing is what we tested on. Well, I remember like the first day we were out on the bikes, this lady, uh, started going and she like freaked out and instead of letting off on it. Off on the throttle, she just clamped down on it and ran yeah, into whiskey it. throttle, man. Yeah, I've and, done that. Yeah, and ran right into a telephone pole and broke her arm. And I remember I was like, "Man, that's funny. I'm not gonna. I, I wouldn't that's do that. That's just crazy." Like, and then the next day we were going and we're going. Uh, they're just having us do a big circle just on these 50 cc's. And the person in front of me started slowing down, like right into the turn. And I didn't know any better, and I went to slow down, and instead of getting on, like, you're supposed to kind of get on, like, both brakes so you don't fishtail or anything. Well, I got on the back brake, and it just slid out from under me. I busted up that bike, and, like... Oh, man. Yeah. Like, kind of hit my face, but I had a uh, helmet on, so... <laughs> yeah, but that was, that's like, on my motorcycle. That's, like, the only time I've even ever gotten a wreck. I've had a couple people pull out in front of me and have to fish, like, brake real hard, but luckily I haven't wrecked it, um... I have like kind of a funny story when I was a young kid um, riding my bicycle at my parents' house. There's a big hill. I was riding down it, just coast and just having a good old time, dude. And out of nowhere, this house on the left, I swear, man, I, I'll never. Out of nowhere, this big old dog comes just chasing me, dude. I'm just, I'm trying to pedal at first, like, no, this ain't gonna happen. And he just gets me right on the left cheek, man. And I just hit the ground, and I just remember, I just went like fake, like possum, like I was dead. <laughs> and he just sat there and he just looked at me snorted a couple times and just like passed off like he was proud it yeah dude yeah, I just remember cause I'm just coasting and out of like the shadows this little hellhound just comes dude and bites me right on my ass oh man you get any marks on your ass from it like, like I don't I don't think I have a scar I don't know but it, like he did yeah I was bleeding show Connor show yeah. Connor real quick he'll tell you yeah. <laughs> playing dead dude yeah I was just hit the ground and I was like man I just remember I didn't move and he just kind of looked at me and he snorted a couple times and just kind of pranced off like he was proud of himself dude I just grabbed my bike and just took off and I was like now I'm going a different way back home oh yeah <laughs> he won't bite your ass <laughs> he won't bite your ass if he thinks you're dead yeah, dog attacks are scary man they are uh, man they, they'll bite your face off man like literally I've seen people that have gotten their faces ripped off by dogs it's, it's crazy like you gotta protect yourself yeah, yeah, man. Dogs will dogs will mess you up. Mm-hmm. They have that ability in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did you say something more, Kyle? No. Oh. Yeah. The way you said that, you're like, yeah. <laughs> they will like mess you like, up. <laughs> like, like, and guess what? <laughs> no. I mean, I was attacked, not like attacked, attacked by a dog, but attack, there, attack. there was like a, uh, a small incident with a dog that got me up against a uh, barbed wire fence <coughs> and like ripped my back like with its claws mm. and, you know, I'm not scared of dogs, but this dog was like as big as me, so. Well, what's crazy is you had like a really, you had a, a good sized mole on your back and it just perfectly ripped that mole off your back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and made like a crater in your back. It was, it was very gross. Yeah. yeah. So in a way, you were thankful for that day because it's like, man, I ain't got no mole anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks, dog. Uh, Matt, do you have any uh, like any paranormal or any like ghost stories or any alien stories, any type of story at all like that? 
One guy came on the podcast forever ago and brought up an alien story. Now we ask everybody, you got pod, you got any kind of paranormal stuff? <clears throat> Anything where you just couldn't explain it? Yeah, yeti come take all the ice trays out of your refrigerator or anything like that? I'm pretty sure I saw a UFO once, but it wasn't like, I don't know, it was like real quick and not, not super crazy. It was just like driving back to my parents, um, and it was like in town, and I just remember like looking up in the sky, and there was something there, and it was like had lights all the way around it, and it was circular, and it was, just, I swear it was just sitting there, and I like looked back, back down, and I look up, and it was gone, but like, I don't know. That's yeah. like the only thing I've ever had, like, I don't know. I believe yeah. in it. I wish I'd get abducted or something, man. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool, but like, I don't know. You just want to believe, right? Yeah. I mean, I just want to get probed. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> just to feel something would be nice. Yeah. I've been out fishing a lot, like out in the woods and stuff, and I don't know. You hear stuff, it makes you wonder if it's like Bigfoot or something like that, but I've never seen it. But man, I don't, man. I'm, I'm down for any of that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I believe any of it. There could be a Bigfoot. There's definitely aliens. That's like for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the government's already confirmed that. It's like, hey, not only do we got the vehicles, but we got the pilots. Yeah. Fuck all that, man. If they, as long, they can keep them away from me. <laughs> they can be real, but they stay away from me. You sound like my grandpa talking about gay people. Like, as long, oh as, they don't, <laughs> as, long as they don't try to do anything towards me. I'm like, grandpa, they're not doing anything <laughs> towards you. <laughs> <laughs> As long as the aliens stay way over there and keep their alien business to themselves. (laughs) Fucked up. (laughs) You've got to be accepting of the aliens, Kyle. Right, okay. I'm wrong. I'm sorry. You are. I'll be more accepting. Aliens deserve to adopt children, too. You think that's right? I don't see anything wrong with it. You don't see anything wrong with that, but do you see anything <laughs> wrong with Halloween? Halloween? Yeah. Is there any way that we can make Halloween better? Have you ever thought about that? Oh, man. <sighs> you don't see a whole lot of Halloween parades, you know? I mean, you do in, like, say, like, South America and stuff, maybe. But uh, here in North America, it's like a, you know, house-to-house type thing, usually on Halloween. It would be cool to have, like, more of, like, a parade dance type through the streets and then like a party afterwards or something right like, like a, a just city a, festival type thing you know right like a parade of people in costumes and then you can just kind of join up into that parade and just march down the street with everybody yeah like you know how like you would see like uh like the chinese dragon you know what i'm saying a bunch of people with that but like instead of a chinese dragon have like a giant skeleton or Whatever, just walking around with that and just have fun with it that way. Cause you have like a bunch of you with poles and like a big skeleton and just be like, oh, we're walking this dude down the street, you know, and just have him like, you know, doing some cool stuff. Have some chicks with like uh, shakers. Like you're describing like how the Mexicans do it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you're saying we just gotta steal what the Mexicans do and turn it into a big party. What is it? What do they call it? Like All Saints Day or something? Or? Dia de los Muertos. You're quoting King of the Hill, aren't you? It's like what? It's like the Day of the Dead or something. Day of the Dead. Okay. Sounded like you were quoting that dude from King of the Hill. That they watch on TV. Mm. The pre- like we, the preacher man that like just kills everybody. It's just like we have a Thanksgiving parade and then also Christmas parade. So you know, we, Halloween parade. It sounds like we just need more parades in our life overall. Yeah. It's like, what's the parade this month? I think it would help, too, if uh, instead of just having it on the 31st, just why not just put it on, like, the last Saturday in October instead of, you know. Like, yeah. this year it's on a Tuesday. It's kind of like, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like the kids can get the full enjoyment out of it because it's like, oh, you got to go to school the next day and the parents have to go to work the next day. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Maybe just put it on a the last Friday or Saturday every of October, so then it's they can enjoy it more, and then yeah, and then you could have like you know more festive stuff with it. It's mm-hmm. kind of my thought on that. Right. Easier to plan around it. Be like how, and they would call it Halloween weekend. Yeah. Instead of Halloween weekend. Halloween weekend. 
Hey, man. All weekend Halloween. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Be there. Freaking ABC family's already got you beat, man. They got 31 days of Halloween, man. <laughs> they do it for full 31. Yeah, I figured either, like, yeah, put it on the weekend and also, like, I don't know. Like, if they really want to make it good, you could just make it, like, that's the one day out of the year, like, in the purge, and we can just go start hacking people off on oh. our list. I'm just joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but you got to dress like a serial killer. You can't do it normal. Yeah, you have to dress up so people know who you are. The thing was, if... If the purge did exist, I wouldn't use it to try to kill people. I would use it to try to get myself rich. Because mm-hmm. any crime is legal, including yeah. bank yeah. robbery, tax evasion, yeah, all kinds of stuff. And I, I would be like, okay, Jeff Bezos, let's find out how much money you really got in that friggin' Mount Rushmore you have in your backyard, Richie Rich. What would you, you know? do, purge style? Then would you like go for weapons first, and then plot a target out or how would you would you not worry about weapons would you just get explosives what would you do I would have to go some way with technology man be able to hack everything you know okay that's the best way to do it you know shut down the servers shut down the cameras freaking in and out maybe you need one guy that can get into the vault mm-hmm. yeah. you need a couple precision drivers we got them And the only thing that I would leave behind is a picture of my balls. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what would they call you? What would they call me? Well, first they would think it's Iraq. <laughs> be like, yeah. like we've seen the map. And then some Henry, Henry Winkler is going to look at it and be like, these are balls. <laughs> so, uh, what, what do they call me? Yeah, what's your, what's your thief name because you're leaving pictures of balls behind? Uh, that's... Spectacular testicular freaking caper. I don't know. <laughs> the spectacular testicular caper. I don't know. That's not good. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it either. No, it'll look good on papers. Let's workshop this. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. I'm, I'm, hey, I'm just saying. The papers are going to want something that rhymes all the way through. I don't think I get to choose my nickname in this. This is what they're going to call me. What would you guys call me? What would you guys call me? I don't get to pick my nickname. You guys are going to be the ones in the streets. Like, yo, you guys hear about the guy that leaves pictures of his balls at, like, millionaires' estates? Yeah, it's a, it's a questionable one because there's not a whole lot. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of ball jokes you can make, but it's like we... We want something that'll stick as an identity, you know. The testicular tickler. Hmm. I'm that, not tickling no Yeah, I don't like that either. Hmm. Okay. And I'm definitely not dropping my balls on anybody, so I'm not tickling them with my balls. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about this one, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's making me want to ask questions that I don't want the answer to. So, yeah. You know, ask like, him, Matt. Uh, I mean, it's like, are, you know, is it like shaved? Like, what do I mean? Like, what kind of balls are they? Yeah. What I kind feel of like balls we'd have to see the behind? picture and then, what, I mean. What time of the year is it? You tell us. Okay. So we'll call you Mr. Acorn Balls. Since <laughs> <laughs> it's summertime, summertime, I, you know, I shave it down there, you know? Winter, you know, you got to need the warmth. You need the warmth. Mm hmm. Yeah. You, you gotta let the you gotta let the boys be warm down there, man. You can't just like shave their heads and send them out into the cold like that. You can't do that. Are you hanging loose or are you uptight? Oh, I'm a high and tight feller all the time. All the time, <clears throat> you never hang loose. When I get out of the shower, like that's when they're hanging loose, you know. When like it's like <laughs> to be like this is how it is. When I'm hanging <laughs> loose. It's an occasion, you know, like it's a, it's a special, thing. it's a special thing. When I'm when I'm all hanging loose, it's like, oh, dude, where's a mirror? It's time to do a helicopter. I haven't done that in forever. It's like it's a special thing. It's like, all right, time to do something. <laughs> time to play. It's like I need to show someone this. Like, <laughs> you don't. Have I literally to do, do get that feeling. I'm like, oh man, I fucking this looks good. I gotta show somebody, but there's no one to show. So. Yeah. 
You really think it looks good? The light hits it just right. Mm. Every once in a while, I'm like, bro, I'm looking great right now. 80% of the time, though, it's like, no one wants this. <laughs> you ever just call your roommate in and say, how do I look? No. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> hey, roommate, how does this look? You ever do that? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I've li- I lived with you for how many years, Kyle? Did I ever once walk up to you and be like, check out my cock, Kyle? Never once. Check thank, out my ball bag. Thank God you didn't. You see how loose it is? <laughs> you see how loose it's hanging? Are you proud of me? Nah, I'm a high and tight guy. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to call you, but that's some good info, you know. <laughs> yeah. I can really visualize those balls now, so. Yeah. If I get caught by the law, the... In the papers would be like, Jack was nimble. Jack was quick. Jack barely got over that candlestick. <laughs> <laughs> you can see it on his balls, how high and tight they were. He was, sca- he was scared when he got to the top of that candle. He's like, whoa. Cut it close here. Okay. Lack of hair shows he might have got burnt a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, the thing is, like, if you're leaving behind pictures of your balls, they could use that to identify you, you know? It's like if you have a tattoo, it's like, okay, well, now they know exactly who you are because of that tattoo. Mm, beg to differ. Beg to differ. Well, I mean, a cop gets you, the first thing they're going to do is pull down your pants and look at your balls. Everybody knows that. <laughs> oh, Jackson pull, Brayman. They're going to have the picture there, yeah. and then your balls there. It's like, yeah, we got Jackson. <laughs> yeah, the left one's dangling a little bit lower. Yeah, yep. yeah, I think this might be That's him. Y'all know. Your balls are hanging left, left one hand <laughs> lower than your right one. And he's like, not guilty. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you, do you think you could pick your own balls and penis out, out of a lineup of like 50 penises? You think you could pick, you could think you could find yours? I could. Yeah, for sure. I might, uh, yeah, I think I could. All I, th- right. I think I could. There's a lot of shapes and sizes. A lot of colors. Yeah. Colors of the rainbow. Sometimes the color doesn't even match the rest of your body. True. And if you're cut or not, that's it. Snippage or not. Yeah. I'll remove all the ones that are not circumcised. Boom, that's half the group or something. I don't know. You know, process of elimination. All these aren't big enough. These are all too small. <laughs> this is just reminding me of like high school, like or whatever in sex ed when they're like showing you all the pictures of all the STVs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Bringing back Man. memories. In hindsight, I wish that whenever they forced us to do like the presentations on different STDs, I wish I could have just found found one where it was just pictures of micro penises. <laughs> <laughs> this is a micro penis with gonorrhea. This is a micro penis with <laughs> crap. Just a bunch of micro penises. <laughs> oh man, how do you remember? like? Man, I'm so much bigger than that. <laughs> <laughs> how do you remember your sex head going, Matt? We had this conversation probably like six or seven weeks ago. Okay, so the, I I had a sex head when I was in middle school, and it wasn't like a serious as one in high school. I remember the one in middle school. They set us in the auditorium. There's some guy talking about it. All I really remember is he had this big, long fucking pillow thing with the, it looked like a sperm with a long ass tail, and he was just throwing it to everybody, just like <laughs> hitting chicks in the face with that. Like, <laughs> like I just that's what I remember from that. And then Bam, like, gotcha. And then like high Perfect school, spiral. <laughs> yeah. And then high school, I just like they didn't have us do the whole banana and condom thing. It was like, no, here's some pictures of like you know. <laughs> Some cocks with some gonorrhea, you know, some big black cocks with like white spots all over them. You got to figure out what that is. Like, that's what I remember. <laughs> like, I would have loved if my sex ed teacher did that. Like, here's the banana, here's the condom, and you apply like so. <laughs> <laughs> you see that picture of the one that's like, it's like crystals all over it. Yeah, you know what I'm talking like, yeah. about? 
like, what the fuck? Yeah, and then there's like the real is like you're just seeing like you're you're like kind of getting immune to the penis after penis, and then all of a sudden, oh, butthole warts all over. And you're like, what the? What? Like, Don't even think about out that. Of, out, of the, out of the blue, you're just like, whoa. Okay. <laughs> it's like, how do they even like shit, man? It's like caked on there. That's why, like, it was like lava had came out of their ass. Like it was like, I'm like, man. Yeah, that's not good. This is sweet inverted buttholes and shit. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, the thing is, like, how is that person alive? Like, that must have killed them, you know? Like, this has to be a dead body. You I know? was just like, we gotta go to lunch after this. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? I wanna eat my Bosco sticks. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Bosco. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ugh, I can't stop thinking about it now. It's like, ah, uh, now my ass it. looks like a fly. All right, so I've been watching, uh, like I was saying, I've been watching Reserv- Reservation Dogs, and that's the Indian, uh, you know, Indians are a lot of that. I was While I was watching that, I was like, man, what civilization would I be able to, like, fit into, like, a past civilization? Mm-hmm. Would I be able to, like, maybe time travel back to and be like, Okay, I've observed them long enough. How am I going to fit into this? How how can I best fit into this? Um, and the only thing I kept thinking of was like, man, I'm, I I could see myself fitting in quite well to you know cavemen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I I could be a good caveman. Maybe yeah. Neanderthal. Yeah. yeah. You're going to be the one that invents the will. Sure. There you go. Fire. Create fire, yeah. Fire's good. But no, for real. Um, you ever seen Master and Commander? Uh-huh. Yeah, I could be on one of those ships, uh, maybe being the doctor. Because maybe then I could maybe uh, be okay with the blood and stuff. So you're saying the past civilization you would fit into would be English men? Yes. That seems about <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about you guys? Um, for me, I was thinking Atlantean, uh, mainly because of their studies in magic and technology, and also their way to live in coexistence with water. I think that just suits my skill set the best. <laughs> uh, you know, if you've ever seen me swim, I'm just like a, a powerboat, just like I'm zooming, you know. Um, some say it's my feet, some say it's just my quick, my quick twitch skills. You know, but uh, I don't sink. I float. Where are you going to hide your gills? That's what I was kind of looking to see if I saw any. Yeah. Yeah. The the standard behind the ears, you know, and then maybe some on my uh, chest area, you know. Maybe like in the armpits. I'm going to say armpits because no one's going to look. Yeah. yeah pretty good. That could be there. Yeah. And I've got the like, you know, like Spider-Man has the web wings. Kind of that, but like, you know, fish wings underwater. Fish wings underwater, huh? Yeah, so you could ride the currents better and stuff. Fins. Fins, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you're almost like the step before man got on land. You're you're the evolutionary step. You're the next. You're the missing link. I'm like Aquaman, but not Aquaman, pretty much. Mm. A man of two worlds. I'm like Waterman. Yeah, that's about it. I don't know. Okay. Or Water Boy. Yeah. What you got, Jack? Uh, I could see myself fitting in with oh Native Americans, Native Americans before the whites got here. For all the whites came here and ruined this this beautiful country. <laughs> Would you be one of those ones that had like a, a stick through their nose and stuff, like a medicine man healer? Or I just like imagine like just myself living amongst them, and they're just like use Caucasian or whatever. The, mm-hmm. what, what, what is it? Whenever you had like no pigment, Spirit Walker. <laughs> yeah, Spirit Walker. <laughs> use a Skinwalker. <laughs> that man is a Wendigo. <laughs> Watch after him. He will eat your children. Just watch him at nightfall. Uh, but yeah, I'd go with uh, old school Native Americans, man. That's what I would do. 
Cool. I can see that. I can see it being a, I don't know, way more peaceful. And you'd use uh, depending the tools. on the tribe. I know some <laughs> tribes like went freaking hard, man. Right. Some of those tribes were like, "Yo, we're freaking Mad Max out here, Fury Road." So you'd learn to adapt to their way of life and their tools and all that. Yeah, like would you be one of the hunters, like a spear killing a big old buffalo or something? I'd be the breeders. I'd be one of the breeders. <laughs> <laughs> one of the studs. Yeah, I try to work my way up to chief. Like they're gonna, they're gonna be like, "There's something special about him. Look at his pigment." <laughs> <laughs> then I just I just realized I started white supremacy already in North America that didn't re- that didn't exist. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? Keep me away from my rear timeline. <laughs> What's the first thing that comes to your head, Matt? All right, so I was kind of like looking up stuff last night about this, and like almost. One thing in common that all the like uh, civilizations used to have is they all, in some way, like either through like eating or smoking, they use they would use cannabis as a you know spiritual, uh, like for spiritual or medicine or whatever. So I can get behind that, right? So I'm like I could probably fit in with almost any of these guys, but I was like, okay, I'd probably go Egypt, right? So I'm gonna go get spiritually right with some cannabis, and then I'm gonna go fight the Scorpion King. Hang out with the aliens on the fucking ancient pyramids. That's what I think. That sounds pretty good to me. Hell yeah. Egypt's popping, man. And you, did you ever find that Book of the Dead? Book of the Dead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, from, no? yeah. That's some serious shit. Hunting down the Scorpion King. An ox and a moon. Man. If Brennan Fraser can do it, I can do it. <laughs> Man, those scarabs were scary back in the day. Oh, yeah, man. You talking about those bugs that get underneath your skin and shit? Yeah, that eat the brain and all that. Those were scary, dude. Yeah, there was always one thing I thought I would come across one of those throughout my life. And I'd have to figure out how to get it out. You mm-hmm. know, it was, it was that, like I was sure that it would happen. Yeah, I always thought that was a big threat and quicksand would be a bigger threat than it's been in my lifetime. I've never once came across <laughs> quicksand. Have you ever heard of those uh, catfish in the piranha? They're like this like little tiny catfish that uh, they're attracted to urine. So like the locals there, they can't pee in the water. If they do, they'll swim up and get stuck in your stuff. They'll like barbs will and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. So if you're ever in the Amazon and you're in the water, don't pee in the water. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I remember that from the movie The Rundown. Shout out The Rundown. That's wild. Yeah. Nothing's going up this dick hole. <laughs> not, not while I'm alive. Not while I can help it. Nothing's going up mm. this pee hole. Unless it's a catheter. Not sticking one of them up there either. Just If a catheter is needed for me, go ahead and just pull the trigger on my <laughs> head. Just like, so like you know what? <laughs> Jackson's done, is gone through enough embarrassment. Just freaking <laughs> go ahead and end him. You know, when I was actually thinking about this question, the the where would I fit in at, the first thing that actually did come to my brain is, you know, um, that Disney movie, it might be Disney, it might be DreamWorks, I can't remember who makes it, um, El Dorado? Yes! Yeah. That was the first thing that came to my brain, dude, was um, playing that weird fucking basketball game they play, you know what I'm saying, with the, the, the side hoop? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was like, man, I could fucking dominate that shit, dude. Okay. You know? Uh, they would see me and they would know, like, they would just see my abilities and they wouldn't even question that I was so white. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's a moment in that movie, uh, Road to El Dorado, that the girl character is clearly given head to the guy with black hair. Uh-huh. It's, it can't be any more clear, dude. Like, the only thing that they're not doing is showing the actual chick giving the dude head. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Rewatch the movie. You'll see it. You'll be like, yeah, she's totally giving him dome right there. Man, Hell yeah. That's the fun fact of the day. Like, yeah, dude. Yo, dude, check that out. <laughs> Sweet. Um, there's a there's a whole freaking there's like a whole rabbit hole to go through if you just want to look up like crazy sex messages that have been put in kids' movies. Mm-hmm. Quite a bit. Now, when I was also thinking about that, I was thinking about. Because, like, I could live there and I could be, like, part of their civilization, play their cool basketball game. 
but like whenever it gets to the end point, whenever they're starting to be like, it's the apocalypse time. Let's all like kill our, kill each other. What, what would be, what would you guys do? What would be your first thought? Like what would go through your brain? Like, Oh, they're everybody's starting to kill each other. Everybody's starting to like drink some crazy, like blood poison shit. My white ass would be freaking running out of there, man. But you know what? The jungle might get me, but these fuckers aren't. I'm <laughs> yeah. I'm out of here. I might go find a chimpanzee tribe to hang out with. <laughs> Start blending into another civilization. <laughs> yeah, just like go to another just yeah, just go to another tribe out there and see another see another Jackson out there. He'd be like, I'm the alpha male, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go crazy. <laughs> Everyone's chilling. I'm gonna go fucking crazy. <laughs> I loved that show, man. It was a good show. Introduce uh, that cool basketball game to all those chimpanzees. Yeah. <laughs> set up, set up like yeah. Instead of fighting each other, we'd start playing that game. Yeah. So like ah, rivalry over here. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't know. Righteous. Well, uh, let's go ahead and move into Yo Dude. Check this out. Yo Dude. Hey, yo, what's up? Check this out. Yo Dude. Uh, yo Dude. Check this out. So, I saw a few days ago that Toyota and the company that, or like China owns this big like car company. Like, it's like their state owned. It might be China or Japan. Well, one of the two. I, I I shouldn't be mixing those up. But whoever, to, like Toyota owns this company and they're working on right now a ammonium, ammo, God, I'm mixing everything up, ammonia-based engine. And they're saying that this is like the next step past EVs is an ammonia-based engine. Hmm. Isn't that wild? And they're like pretty high-tech uh, EV makers Toyota is, and they're like saying, nah, dude, the next one's ammonia. Like Weird. Just, yeah. It's like, that is wild. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. You know that thing that we've been using to knock women out and have sex with them for years and years? We're going to use it to power cars now. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucked up. Thank you, Toyota. Uh, yeah, dude, <clears throat> check this out. One new Wii U was sold in the month of September. Is the first Wii U sold since May 2022. And the last time a new Vita was sold was November 2001 when three were purchased. Brand hmm. new. So somebody brought a, bought a brand new Wii U recently. From like from a retail store or from eBay? or Yeah, from a retail store. It was just sitting there on the shelf and no one had bought it. Yeah. Wild. It's crazy that they had inventory that lasted that yeah, long. It was just... You know, someone had the sales figures of when last time all these things were purchased. So, yeah. And it's like the first time, yeah, since like last year sometime. So, not a lot of Wii U's being bought. No. Dang. Not today. All right, yo, dude, check this out. Uh, Florida fourth graders chose a violent, unrated Winnie the Pooh slasher film to watch in class, and now parents are angry that the teacher agreed to show it. First of all, the movie is Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Anyone that has seen it knows that it's a dog shit film and should not be shown to kids in any way. Like, there's nothing in that movie that screams, yeah, let's let fourth grade kids watch this movie. It's like, yeah, let's let, let's let fourth grade kids watch Rob Zombie's version of Halloween, which is filled with a bunch of tits or whatever. So apparently they watched that for like about 30 minutes and a lot of kids started complaining that they didn't want to watch it. But the teacher was like, yo, we're watching this. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, what's going on in Florida. What What's going on in Florida? What's up with Florida? <laughs> oh, Florida. You always got these crazy ass people. Yeah, it's like. They can't seem to get a hold on all the craziness that's going on on there. Mm-hmm. Yo, dude, check this out. <clears throat> if a child's entire circulatory system, like the veins, arteries, all that stuff were taken out, laid flat, it would stretch more than 60,000 miles. And once we reach adulthood, it's like over 100,000 miles. It's like crazy thing about 
that inside of us, we got like that much stuff going on, like all the nerves and all that. It's pretty crazy. 60,000 miles, 100,000 miles. That's crazy. Mm. Did someone do it? Oh, I'm sure they've done it. They had to find out somehow. <laughs> I want to see yeah, somebody. Do, I want to see somebody do it. But why? Why? Yeah, that'd be just, gross, I, man. That'd be grotesque. I'm just yeah. thinking. I'm just thinking of like the event in my head. It's like crowds gathered all around, like sitting in bleachers, and it's set up like almost kind of like a dude's getting ready to run a marathon, and guy just comes out. He's like, "Yep, yeah, all right, let's do this." And then they just kill him, and then he starts stre- stretching them out. Slowly unraveling them like <laughs> yeah. a thread. It's like, all right, here's a vein. Put that up there. And everyone's like, they've got a mile. Woo! <laughs> That's crazy, man. The yeah. version that was going on in your head wasn't comical enough. That's always the problem yeah. with you. <laughs> That's why you always freak out at me. It's like the version that you think in your head isn't funny enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. You just got to think funnier. <laughs> I'll do that. I'll do that. I'm not really a Nazi. <laughs> I know you're not. I don't like them. I know you're not. I know that you don't like them. I don't like the 1940s Japanese military. I had to strict it down to the military. I bet the normal people were just fine. Mm-hmm. I bet their tea was the shit, too. <laughs> yep. And this episode has been the shit. Thanks to you, Matt. Hey, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, it was fun. Appreciate it. You're I got to look at some hundred dollar Pokemon cards. Yeah, yeah, we're some Poke freaks, you know. Yeah. Not not as much as I used to be, but yeah. Like I said I just got back into it, but it's it's fun. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do love all the Pokemon stuff from when I was a kid. I'll still watch the show, the movies, play the games. Yeah, live your best Poke life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, it's really sad that the chick that voiced Ash Ketchum is no longer doing it anymore, man. Did you see the video of her recording her last line? Mm-mm. Sad, man. As soon as she records it, she like breaks down in tears. She's she been doing it. it for 20-something years. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Now she's got to find a job. That's, yep. That's probably what it was about. <laughs> Shit, I'm not getting paid anymore. Yeah. Uh, well, I know a place that's always hiring. <laughs> she wants to build some cables. <laughs> well, uh, Matt, that's been episode 108. Do you have any words of wisdom for the crowd out there? Stay in school. Don't do drugs. Heck yeah, man. Don't be a fool. Give out hugs. Check your candy for drugs, too. Okay, yeah. we'll do that. Have a solid stool. Don't eat bugs. All right, like and subscribe. And uh, <laughs> thank you for watching Crashing with Friends and being a part of this episode. And uh, we'll see you guys all next week. Bye. Bye. Crashing with Friends. Podcast.